Good evening. Welcome to Willpower Unsurfaced. I'm your host, Teron Sims, and I'm here with my co-host, Dawn Bain. Hey, y'all. And we have a lot to talk about today. There's been a lot going on with the protests, um, with the murder of George Floyd. So we're going to get right in. You want to start, Dawn? All right, before we even touch on that, let's talk about the beauty of, you know, the weather. Oh, yes. Uh, it's, gorgeous day. it's gorgeous outside. We have been blessed with some great weather. Of course, we know COVID-19 is still alive and well. It's just uh, halftime for COVID-19 yes. at, <laughs> at the moment. So continue to practice social distancing. Continue to wear your mask if you're going to be out um, and not at home or in a uh, private setting. So, But anyway, I, I, I want to tell you guys about my weekend. I had a great weekend um, Saturday. I went and I played Uno she again. Was at it again. The, the drunk Uno. Oh my God, I was trashed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need a beating. Oh Lord, help me. Cha, I am not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I played Pity Pat and I played uh, uh, Uno. And man, oh man, but I had an absolute blast. And I can't wait to do it again. And let's hope that I'm still I'm invited back. They invited you back from the last time. They invited me back. So, Fatima, Earl, Will, thank you. You know, Fatima's a really good teacher. She's a really good partner. She's teaching me how to play the game where Will and Earl have this conspiracy going on with them two. They, they feed off each other. They cheat together. Oh, is that what they do? I'm thankful that she let me know she hit me two games. So, I'm like, oh, man. Talk. Something has to, mm -hmm. um, there you go. something has to give. I'm like, yo, this is. This is crazy, but I would really would like to do like a video um, of us playing the game so I can show you. Right. Um, and then I'm gonna post it on my Facebook wall because I think it's something that everybody can play, should play. It's clean, fun, you know, whatever you're, you can do it with Kool-Aid, whatever it is that you wanna do it with. You know, for you it'd be like E&J. No, Crown Apple. Crown It's a brown. Right. For us it's the white. Quiet as it's kept, E&J is malt liquor. Oh, oh, see, I don't drink it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, I had an absolute blast. I was just so embarrassed that I couldn't get up. Yes, I couldn't fully function. I got up, I took a shower, I ate a bowl of cereal. I got back in the bed. I was like, oh, my God, help me. And everybody, you know, like, Sunday is my church service day. So I'm in church. And I'm online at the service. I didn't even take communion yesterday. I had my juice and stuff already ready. I said, Lord, I ain't playing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm not playing with you. I ain't even taking communion. I hopped off of there before the service was over. I went and laid back down. I said, Lord, forgive me. Get me. I got to get my soul right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was the second Saturday, but anyway. It was, this is, I said, I got to get my soul right. I got to, I got to do better. I said, Lord, help me. What in the world? But I'm telling you, last night, but, you know, it's something about being out with great company, you're being safe, you know you're, you're safe. Um, the hospitality is really outstanding, really good. I had a really good time. And, and if I'm comfortable and if I'm in a place where I feel safe, I'm, I'm cool. I can really flow and be me. Right. Because I've been in situations where I've been and I wasn't safe. Right. And I was uh, intoxicated. <laughs> You can't be around awake people when you drunk. No, but this is what happened. I, I, I went to a bar one night just a few years ago. And this is why, you know, I always tell women in particular, I'm one, you know, if, if I'm not with my girlfriends, 
I'm not afraid to go out alone. Right. So I'm out, and I'm drinking all of these um, Ciroc punches. And I mean, I'm throwing them back. And this guy comes up to me. And he was like, um, how you doing? He's like, I seen you before. Da, da, da. I was like, yeah, okay. Well, long story short, this fool told me he was going to walk me home. And I told him, no, he wasn't. And he said, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his sister. Oh, no, you're not. So I'm like, and I had said to these two guys that were sitting next to me who I just met that night, and I said, do me a favor. Keep an eye on him for me. Mm -hmm. And he said, sis, you ain't got to say nothing. We already on it. He said, how are you getting home? I said, I'm at the walk. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was going to walk me, but nah. <laughs> nah. I'm at the walk. And to this day, the three of us are really, really good, good friends. We'll hang out. You know, we're really good friends. I love them dudes because they looked out yeah, for they me. Sure. Yeah, that's what's up. They looked out for me. But here I am somewhere just free to be me doing me. And well, my you thought safety, you were. thought I was. And my safety was in jeopardy. And I'm like, yo, I can't. I, I, I got to pull back. Right. So that's why I say if I go somewhere and I'm comfortable and I'm having a good time, I'm relaxed. Yo, I'm free to be me. I don't have no worries. Okay. I didn't have any worries Saturday. I knew I was in good hands with Will. I knew I was in good hands with Earl and Fatima. I was cool. I was mm -hmm. like, yo. But like I said, I hope I can go back. <laughs> I hope I'm invited back. God you said that the last time, though. I think they like But they, they calling me to come back. Because, see, what usually happens when you go out, people like crazy people. So what usually happens is, like, if you're, like, the crazy one at the party, they be like, invite her back because she was the life of the party. I did. I had a really So you'll be invited time. back. So I'm going to go back this Saturday. See? <laughs> <laughs> because they invited me back this Saturday. So I'm going to go back. I'm just going to try not to have a repeat. Of last Saturday, cause I need to be able to function, cause I couldn't. It was bad. It was bad. It was worse than the first time. The first time I did all right, cause I was a little reserved. Uh, this last time, I see when I was at my another friend of mine's house, I didn't know what was going on. I woke up, I had been vomited. I didn't know oh what happened. Oh my god! So I woke up and I'm like, yo, every what time I turn around, Nisi is showing me. I mean, Dawn is showing me something else. But see, that was because I mixed. Silver and gold tequila oh, together, and child, mm -mm. I didn't know what was happening. But this time I just drank, I stuck with what I know, and oh my gosh, I, I was trashed. I'm, and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that. But then again, no, I ain't. <laughs> Brownie. <laughs> Brownie's talking about he coming tomorrow. Brownie, where he coming to? He coming to the party. Brownie said he coming. He coming. He coming to the <laughs> We're going to have a party, Brownie. Don't worry about it. We're going to get it in. Come on, brother. I'm, I'm, we gonna have one. We gonna have one, and, and we we gonna invite all the 89ers. And, yeah, I, and I, yeah, all our 89. Yeah, we need family, to have a party, a cookout, or something. Family. Yeah. Soon, cause you know it's like um, this little corona and a, and this pandemic and uh, I mean uh, um, protests and it's a lot of stuff. Going and when we on. get it's together, this why I gotta on. record it so we can sh see how it goes and see how we, and we can, that's something we can play. I'm not getting in any other videos, but I will be in the It's no video. What, what happens there stays there. What happens there stays there. No. Ain't no video. No video. Did y'all hear that? No, no video. What happens it stays. We, what happens there stays there. Well, I'm just telling on me because I had a hard time getting myself <laughs> together. So, Will, if you're watching this, I just want you to know I had a hard time. She... It wasn't pretty. He said he on his way to the sea bus. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Brownie. <laughs> He's so crazy. I love my brother. 
<laughs> but yeah, you guys get out there, um, enjoy this weather. Get out there and go see some friends that you haven't seen in a minute. Make it happen. And um, just like I said, minimize your contact. Practice safe social distancing and put your mask on and go see your peeps. Go have a good time. Go, go, go make, wear your mask. It was a lot of, like, protesting going on, and it was a lot. Of, and I'm like, I really don't like that mask. You know, that's not, I, that thing is really annoying to me. But I really try in certain atmospheres that I am to wear the mask. But I seen a lot of like protesting and going on, and these people wasn't wearing masks. So mm-hmm. I know that within the next couple weeks, whether it be true or not, there will be rising numbers of people coming well, up. Well, with this you know that they're going to blame. So. Well, they said it's a spike already, and they're blaming. They're going to blame the uh, protests when it's really the beaches, the people from the beaches. Oh yeah, I heard sick. that some people got um, a couple people got sick at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, so so. It's going to come from somewhere, but, but you know, it was a lot of, um, we had curfews. It, 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 was a, it was a lot going on. So riding around town this week, we had the National Guard. Oh, and before I go on, um, I want to remind everyone that you can watch the podcast and see Dawn and I both at Glock Aware Radio on YouTube, or you can listen to us on the Glock Aware Radio app. You can download that off of Google Play, and I'm not promoting Google, but that is exactly where you can download it from. So, <laughs> in case you want to get to see both of us and you want to hear everything, um, you know, go to Glockaware Radio, the app, or YouTube. So, as I was saying, the um, the atmosphere was really crazy. Now, I live on 52nd and Gerard. I live on 52nd Street, mm-hmm. so, it, like, I was living in the midst of a lot of the looting, and I'm like in between shot right, in between 52nd and Market, and it was crazy. I mean, for the last, I mean, I just heard the the ATMs blowing up at night. We heard them all night. Um, stores we didn't even know got looted, like all the little hair stores and stuff. I didn't even know they got looted. As a and, and as a matter of fact, if you paid attention, mm-hmm. a lot of the the Asians took this time to sell their businesses. Oh. So. I know for a fact, like, three stores in our area, when they open back up, Indians own them now. Oh, wow. So they sold their stuff while everything was shut down. Wow. And now they're owned by other people. Interesting. Who tried to charge us $2 extra for some <laughs> lock gel, but I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm not going to go there yet. <laughs> so, and it was just like, the, it was this craziness, just being in the midst of all of this and then going outside, seeing the National Guard, at, you know, shop right, seeing the National Guard. On 52nd Street, like, coming out of our block, down the street, it was National Guard standing on the corner. They was on, like, both sides of the street. I'm, like, really just, you know, and I stopped and asked them, like, you know, what y'all think about being out here on the street? And they, you know, they was, you know, cordial. And they's like, it's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just being out here pat- patrolling. But I guess people were treating them really good or whatever. And I, they out here doing their job. But I just wasn't feeling, like, all the street closures. Like and, and I, and I just wasn't feeling like um, so much looting. I mean, I know. I mean, I, I I get it, but I don't. Like I get certain stuff, but why y'all had to do right aid? Cause see, I had an experience, and <laughs> and it wasn't fun. Cause Babe needed his medicine, so we riding all around. So we 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 needed a right aid. So we trying to find us a right aid or whatever. Why men don't never like to ask for direction? I. 
Because they think they have this energy PS. No, no actual direct. He don't want to, he don't like like doing none of the finagling and stuff on the phone. So he, I want him to go on Google Maps. Like he go, just go straight. So we just going straight. And we going straight. It's straight, so I'm like, baby, you really know where you're right at. We should find one. Okay, I'm sure somewhere there is one, but while we are waiting, we're just going straight. We end up in Ambler, and the Rite Aid was closed because it was right after that. We just had that big storm, and all the trees had fell down. So now we riding all over, and we finally get to a Rite Aid. It's in Ambler. Now I'm calling because I finally just got the phone and started calling Rite Aid. Well, we're open till 10. They're not, all the Rite Aid's had that they were open none of the right aids answer machines except for one said that they were closed all of them said that they were open so we're riding around we get out to ambler the store is closed because the storm has blew out the electric so okay i call abington so now i'm in ambler ambler on my way to abington <laughs> abington's oh yes we're open they were not open so I'm trying to get home. Trees then fell everywhere. Now I can't get back because everywhere I go, there's a tree on the back road that fell. I end up having to get on the turnpike. If you pay any attention to a lot that's going on, a lot of our exits are now privately funding. The state hasn't really relayed that message to us. But if you happen to get off at an exit where there's probably not a person sitting there, there's a high likely chance that that area is probably funded, that highway, and that's why it's only an easy pass exit. Mm. So we get on. I don't have easy pass, but I have to go through the toll because I can't go no other way because the trees just fell down everywhere else. Right. So I get on. So now I'm mad. Now I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed because I went straight forever and it wasn't a right aid open. And he's still saying go straight. No, he's just sitting there. It's quiet <laughs> now because I'm pissed. And now I got it. Now I'm really making. Now I gotta go through this easy pass, and I know I'm gonna get a ticket because there's nobody sitting here, and I don't have an easy pass. I can't drop no coins in a bucket like Jersey, so now I gotta go through. And about a mile, half a mile up, there was another one. Now I'm really mad because I just had to go through two easy passes that wasn't a toll. And now I'm pissed because now I got two tickets, no medicine, rolling around for three hours, and and I'm like, he just got his medicine yesterday. Yesterday yesterday and that was the day that we had that storm when was that thursday what day was that like thursday or friday when it would rain real hard oh, yeah 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 that was um thursday yeah and, yeah thursday and friday when it's bad yeah right no so, no 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 what's the day monday no yeah. he got his medicine on saturday okay we finally got it on saturday but uh -huh. we had, to, you go, had to go we had to go out chestnut hill are you serious? None of the none of the uh, right aids in the city was open, so we had to go out Chestnut Hill. That is horrible. And I, so I was just like, this, I was <laughs> over it. And then the next day when we did have to go get the medicine, the city was closed from South Street. The the, the highways was closed from South Street to uh, Calla Hill and from River to River. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't get on the expressway. I had to go all the way around, like to the suburbs, go through City Line Avenue, take Lincoln Drive just to go out there to get the medicine it, and it was just very inconvenient it was just too it was just annoying I, I was medicine. gonna say something but i ain't gonna say that's what he said for that's medicine. what i was trying to see that that was easy see that's easy i already i had mine but see <laughs> he straight up <laughs> <laughs> Cause 
gonna be like, if you just, you'll be, yeah, go, yeah, you'll yeah, go to sleep yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> wake up when the rain ain't open. I, you know, but finally got it. And he still ain't get all of it because his farm, his right aid still ain't open. Right, right. So it's just like, it was so inconveniencing. But like I said, I understand, you know, the pro, I understand the meaning behind it. I understand the, the symbolism, but like, are we really going to do something? Because like, you know, it's, it's so cliche. I don't want to say it's cliche. It's kind of hard because you never want to be on the wrong side. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know that it's a need for it, but we've been marching for so long. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I know some things do do come from the march, but are we really going to change policy this time? Like, are, are our policies really going to go in effect? Now, I did see um, Jordan Harris and the, the Criminal Reform Commission, if I'm not mistaken, that's what they're called. And they have, like... Um, put in some guidelines that they wanted to. Um, they put some. They they wrote up some guidelines for hiring police, mm -hmm. like and what the police should do. And it was and it was really like everything that I would like to see. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As far as even um, community where mm -hmm. they come from, because I think that's like I said before, that's a big thing to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like of course we need some kind of law and order, mm -hmm. but I feel like. 85% of the people who police the neighborhood should just come from out of their neighborhood. And I'm, I'm just going to always feel that way strongly because you understand people that you relate to. Mm -hmm. You understand people from your neighborhood. You understand people from your area. If I might see Lil Pookie, and I know Lil Pookie ain't really that bad, but he just had a little problem, mm -hmm. I might not be after arrest Lil Pookie like that or beat him over the head because right, I know right. his mom. And I know that maybe he's just having a little trouble if I come from out of the neighborhood and everybody's a crackhead. You know what I'm saying? I might not care what he do. You understand what I'm saying? So it's, it, 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 it's really important because <clears throat> the problem is the empathy. The, it's the empathy thing. Like the, a lot of the police officers, and I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them are not empathetic mm -hmm. to the, um, the issues mm -hmm. in our communities. And we have all of these crime issues. Crime and things in our in our communities because it's other underlying issues. Mm -hmm. We never want to touch the underlying issues. We just want to scratch on the surface, but we never really get deep. Mm -hmm. So with this whole protest thing, I'm just you know wondering: Are we really going to get deep after this? Are we going to continue? How do we uh, move forward with change that actually shows and actually means something that we're actually um, tangible that we can see? I, as I said to you in the car, I just believe that we have to keep uh, protesting, uh, um, <clears throat> keep emailing, keep petitioning until we see change. And it, the change that we really need to see, we know it needs to come from, on the local level, our local officials. So if we get some fresh blood and there's some young blood, I think the turnaround will be quicker. And I think that the pressure is mounting and is building on the politicians now. They know that they have to take action because our young people, they're like, it's, it's almost they don't care like these young kids. You know, they don't they, care. They, they, they different. They different. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They, they're definitely different. So you know, it's it's and as I always say, faith without works is dead. It's one thing to pray, but you got to get up and do something. Right. So if we're not going to do something, because it, it annoys me when I see people prayer without on, action on, means nothing. It means nothing. When I see people on comment on Facebook, oh, we got to pray. We got you got to pray and you got to do something else. Right. You, you, what what else are you willing to do? So that's why I said if. I'm willing to go out and protest. I'm willing to walk. <laughs> I don't care. You know, I walked. I can't walk anymore. But if somebody out there knows where they're protesting, the location, let us know. We'll go out. 
you know, uh, we're not going, uh, I'm going, we're going for ourselves, and but we're also going to go out and get a consensus of, of the people and right. to see and to talk, right. to see what is it, what's your hope, what's your expectation. We know that we need policy changes. We know that we need better policing. You know, now that just they have this whole thing where we should defund the police. No, we need well, the police, we don't but we completely need to restructure we need the it police, to be of course, but we all, but we do definitely need to restructure uh, community relations. Um, how much there? I mean, you know, I don't think police officers are actually paid a lot. Not in the city, because in the in the suburbs they pay way more mm -hmm. and they do way less. Mm -hmm. They make way more money, but. Um, it's, it's, it's the structure thing, and it's also, like I said, it's an empathy thing, and it's a community, mostly community miseducation between the community and the police. And, but it's also, it's so systematic. Because I know that a lot of the police officers, when they when they go to take this job, there's I know they want to do better. Like I know there's a lot of them that, that think that they, they take this job and they say I'm going to be I'm a change I'm gonna do something different. Especially like a lot of black police officers. Mm -hmm. And then when they get in there, because it's so systematic, it's hard for them to scratch mm -hmm. the surface. It's hard for them to really do anything. But you have to like you you guys that are out there, you black police officers. You guys are going to have to, I'm sorry, you're going to have to say, oh, no, we're not doing this. If you know that your partner or your coworker is doing something foul, it's your job to check them. That's right. Because if you want the community to trust you, if we see that your partner doing something, then we see you standing there and you letting them, we're not about to trust you. That's you, know, right. I, you. You can come up and say, oh, I'm really not like that. That's how he is. Well, that's how you are, too, because you watched them do it. That's right. So I can't see you any different. And so that's, that's, that's where the problem lies. I know that we need, you know, to have law, some kind of order in our community, some, someone to make sure that things are moving harmoniously, but it needs to be more community re relations. And, and stop giving people records that don't need them. They give people little records over little dumb stuff, like when you was young, you smoked a little marijuana, when you was 18, now you get locked up, now you got a drug conviction. Mm -hmm. So now if you want to go to the military or you want to go to the or, I mean, become a police officer or something, you can't. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a state trooper, you got to have a college degree. I remember when I was in college, right? I, this is when I found out you had to have a, a college degree to be a state trooper. I was in school, mm -hmm. and I went back to Penn State as an adult, and there was some young kids in my class. It was an Italian guy. He was the class clown. Never did his work, but he always had us laughing. Mm -hmm. It was another kid in the class. He was just taking general studies because he wanted to be a state trooper. So everybody was a little bit disgusting what they were in school for. Mm -hmm. So the guy, Italian guy, asked this kid, like, what are you in school for? And so he said, I'm taking classes so I can be a state trooper. So the Italian guy turned around and said, you mean to tell me you got to have a, de a degree to be a dick? It was so <laughs> funny. I, even the professor fell out laughing. Like, everybody just fell out laughing. And and, and, I, and, I, and I was like, wow. Like So now you got to have a college degree. And this was... I, like 2003, four when I was in school. So I'm like, now you gotta have a college degree, mm -hmm. an associate's degree in anything, right, right? Just to be a state trooper, right? For real though. <laughs> For real, I, seriously. But wait, didn't they? Didn't they? Um, that's just a that's just a deterrent. That's another tactic. True. You know, true. that's another tactic. Did Charles Ramsey, um, when he was the police chief here, didn't he make it a? Um, 
one of the qualifications you had to have so many college credits to be a Philadelphia police officer I as well. I, I don't you remember. You remember that? Because that ain't hold up if that's the case. <laughs> so that was scratch. Scratch. They didn't. Swear, it didn't work because they're not getting no. Mm. I don't think they're getting a ton of recruits. Period. They're getting a ton of them, but they need to take on. Mm-mm. Some of these young kids that I see out here, they scared to death. And I think the, the training is only like five months long. Go on out there. Start shooting. Just start shooting. <laughs> if they move, I shoot. Mean, like, what the? For the level of, of, because, you know, there is some trauma to the job. Because especially for these ones that scared, they don't, like, you, you're seeing your first dead body. You know, you're, you're, you're being shot at right. or you're shooting at someone. That's traumatic. That's very traumatic. So, very. like, yo, <laughs> There, I don't think that I really think that there should be an age requirement and not make it 21, maybe make it 26 or 25. something. Yeah, something, something a little bit yeah, when they're a little more mature that they might can handle it, they handle the responsibility yes. of it because that's a lot, that's it's a very lot traumatic. And, mm-hmm. and, and during their first few years, they really need to, to uh, make counseling mandatory for their new recruits right. because I know it's a, that's a whole a, lot of PSDT oh, yeah, that adjustment period is rough and to also talk about any of the quirks or anything that they're finding that they're uncomfortable with such as a bad partner whatever the case because they don't know the ins and outs of how to work and maneuvering the system right, right. so that's a whole nother right. thing from my understanding one of the guys that was uh, one of the officers on George Floyd, uh, Floyd that was only his second day and the guy that wow. was on his neck was his superior that day. And he told him, like, can we roll him up? He asked him and told him, like, this isn't right. And the guy told him no. Right. So here this man is being charged. You lo- you got fired. You, you're being and charged. And now you're going to jail because you, you, you. <laughs> second day on the street. Scared. And, don't and even know what to do. Even Put in a position where now I don't know whether to say something to save this guy or just because he's he he not. And wait, so what about they were together, the cop and George Floyd? Okay, that's that's so why I said that is it's personal. That's per- very personal. That's a personal vendetta. So, but my thing is that was never brought up. So because to me, if you knew a person, that that probably would be considered premeditated mm-hmm. murder. Mm-hmm. I I would mm-hmm. think like nine minutes on his eight whatever seconds, and you knew him. You you guys worked together. You weren't strangers at all. Worked together for seven years, I think. Yeah, it was a few years yeah. too. It wasn't like yeah. we worked together. You was a yeah. temp. I yeah. worked with you yeah. last week. Next no, years, we worked like together yeah. for a long time. So so he knew what he was dealing with. He knew what he was working with. So he just he just killed this person on purpose. You know what I'm saying? And um, wow, like th- they haven't brought. I haven't heard besides the owner of the restaurant that actually said that they worked together. I haven't heard anything else about that at all. You haven't, and, and I'm disgusted with the media trying to uh, drag him. Of course. You know, um, and I think well, it's a problem whenever um, there's a shooting involving police officers or somebody white, but you all, they're always dragging the, the, the victim. I don't care what happened. The vi- this guy was innocent. Right. He was innocent all the way around. I don't care about his criminal history. He did not deserve to be uh, somebody's knee on his neck, his chest, his his legs. He didn't deserve any of that, any of that. But yet, still, y'all try to negate the fact that, that this man is dead and, and, and justify this by saying he was a criminal. He was on heroin or something else. They're trying to say he was. I don't oh, know. Oh, he had corona, too. <laughs> yeah, he had corona. <laughs> 
sprinkle a little crack on another day, Shafari. Things like sprinkle a little crack on. Then you got Corona. Like, you know, come on, what does that have to do Get with anything? The, the, it has nothing to do with at with the act. Let's stick with the act. The fact is, this man is dead by no doing of his own. By some rogue police officers, but yet and still, y'all want to shift the blame. And look how many, put it on George. And how many other black males have been killed by police officers in the last since since he since he was murdered? About three or four. The guy in Louisville, the restaurant owner. Yeah. That fed the cops for free. That's why you should yeah. see. That's why you shouldn't don't feed them. <laughs> they killed them. They didn't. They, 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 they fed him. him, and now look, they shot him, killed this man. And, and um, what about the guy in Los Angeles? The it one was, that died last night? It was Well, it was one last night, but it was another one in California. Was it California? Because it's happening in so many places that you can't even keep track. And this, and what about the Breonna Taylor? She the needs girl. much attention. Like, I, I've signed, I'm, I'm, I'm petitioning, I'm signing petitions on Twitter every day. Like, yes. Several. Or, oh, yes. several a day. Like, yes. this is ridiculous. It's, Breonna it's really, Taylor, really say ridiculous. her name, don't forget her name. Yes. You know, those officers need to be charged. How they all should be charged. Like, it's just, wrong it's, address. It's, it's just like, the sad part is, it's like, they feel like they can just barge into our homes and it's okay. They're not, they're not afraid to barge into our homes. You understand what I'm right. saying? But if they was in the backwoods of one of these towns they where they got private property, they'd be asking, can they come on their property first? And it's like, we don't get no, it's like Rodney right, right, no Dangerfield, we don't get no respect. Like, None. they just feel like they can just barge in your house. And then if you were to say, oh, I didn't know who it was, and shoot, and you in your house, you you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to jail. Whether now, you was now, in your house or not. They so. had a no-knock warrant. At her, at her place, correct? Am I right? So they, that's so, what they but said. But wait, 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 they changed. What the heck? They changed in the law. What's that? No, not more. So they, I'm just so you just coming. sitting at the kitchen table. I'm just gonna barge yeah, in yeah, and shoot yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I know that they updated the policy around that no knock warrant. Um, I just haven't had a chance to really uh, delve into it to see what changed. But this stuff has to stop. It just it has to stop. And we have to bring attention to it. We need. Uh, we, that means cry, kick, scream, whatever. I think we have their attention now. We just cannot afford to loosen our grip on it. Just we got to see it through because, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll do stuff, we'll do stuff, then the fire, we get tired right. and it fizzle out. Right. We cannot, as a people, afford to fizzle out to get tired. If you're going to take a break, take a break. But get right get back big. out there in the game. Like, bring attention. George Floyd, never forget. Breonna Taylor, Sandra Blaine, all of these yeah, people. Yeah, Sandra Blaine, like, um, Eric Garner, still no, just, no justice for him. None. You know what I'm saying? Um, the guy that got shot in the back. I, it's so many of them. Uh, Cash uh, Castile. Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, Philando like, Castile. You know, although you his know. situation was a little different. But you but know, the thing the is, but you same. know what's, it's the audacity. You know what I'm saying? To think that you, that you can police somebody. You understand what I'm saying? Like, who in the hell do you think you are that if I'm riding, running down this block, you can pull up in your truck and ask me, none of your money. Business way, I'm not ask me sh and see that's and see and I know that's how I'm gonna answer. Like none of your business. Like right, who right. did you like? Don't ask me right, shit because right. I can go wherever I want to go. And it's and the thing is, it's like they know that. Well, they don't know. They feel like they are 
your superior. Like they are over you and they can't ask you. And they and they and they really think they they got the right to I'll be ready to smack this like I hate some, like don't ask me shit for right, real. Right. It makes me mad. And, and I and then then I'm the angry black woman. You know, which I don't give a fuck. I know. You'll call me an angry black woman all you want, because guess what? I am. I'm angry about a lot of stuff and I'm tired. And you know, people feel like they can treat us any way they want, talk to us any way they want, and do us any way they want. But we are not like our ancestors. Like we will use our hands. <laughs> like we not them. We 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 think different. And these kids, they really don't even have the values that we came up. Cause I had my grandparents. I had my great grandparents. I even had my great great grandparents. Right. Cause I had a great grandmother that lived since she was 104. Mm -hmm. So she told me lots of stuff. One mainly, you know, like, oh. but yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And so, the kids, they don't have a lot of that. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of their elders are incarcerated, or a lot of the mothers or women are too busy to really sit them down and really have these conversations with them that they they really need. And so they out here, just out here, you know, trying to figure it out the best way they can. But you know, a lot of them becoming conscious too. Yeah. And they're not going to stand by, like, and just idly stand by. Like, they're doing something. Whether it's looting, wrong, whether they're marching, whether they're standing out in the street, whether they're laying out in the street, they're actually getting involved. And and I like to see that the young children get involved, but they need to be guided properly and, so that right, they don't, right. so that they're not hurt, that they're not in putting themselves in danger. Because at the end of the day, it ain't going to change overnight. Right. And the police are still a lot of them are trying to be civil but we still see like they pushed that 75 year old man yeah, like that, that they pushed bad. this man on the ground split his head open and then when the other officers were trying to help him up they were blocking the other officers from helping them mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and there was no need for that see and that's the kind of that's the kind of coward that's cowardly to me like you're a coward like i don't see you as like a hero or somebody that I would want to run to my rescue. I don't I don't see you in their life if you can and if you cuz first of all, you wouldn't have pushed me away if you would have pushed that old man down cuz I would have helped him and right. I would have pushed you. Right. You would have got away right. from me. Right. You understand right. what I'm that's saying? Right. Cuz that that's was right. dead wrong. That's right. But that's what I'm saying. And you have a moral compass and Yes. And see, that's why it it would be hard for me to take a job like that because I know me like I would have got fired the next day or probably the next week because me and one of my compadres probably would have said some, call somebody an animal because I heard them call us animals around their partners and their partners don't say nothing. Like, that's weird. Like, you, 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 you gonna let, because these are your people that you come from. Or is you the cop or, uh, what is it? Uh, Boys in the Hood. I hate the black around your lips. <laughs> black around your gums. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just nutty. So now we still, but we still talking about like police brutality overseas. Because overseas, you know what I'm saying? By proxy, like, and it's crazy. It's 2020. And we're still. We still, that's why I'm like, I got the whole concept but the march and stuff like uh, and I it's think really like you know we it's also that, need that, to, to hold our black organizations accountable uh the NAACP anything that has to deal with our civil rights we have to put some 
uh, fire to their feet as well. Because, you know, sometimes they lax. They just sit back and... And and I know oh. that this they're fun that they were started and yeah, you know see, but see that be that agenda yeah, see but, that's the whole but thing. But the thing is, if now you out here for the advancement of colored people, so now these colored folks want to see you advance. I, we want to see some advancement. So Something. we're gonna hold you accountable as well. Well, we ain't sending in no no NAAC funds. No. See that's see that's that's where that's where we um that's where our protests really need to be. We don't need to bash. If we stop buying anything, we be so in control. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we, we spend, what they say, we spend about $4 trillion every year. We ain't got no money, though. We broke, mm-hmm. but we spend $4 trillion, $5 trillion. How? I know I probably spent $6 trillion on quarantine <laughs> from Amazon <laughs> <laughs> and Wayfair and all this old stuff. That's all I'm, and really, it, it, it's funny that they say, like, I know a lot of it's been a hard time for a lot of people losing their job, but for a lot of people like myself and a lot of us who still were fortunate enough to be able to work and have income, we've been kind of like keeping the economy flowing because we in the house or at the markets consistently because we ain't got nothing else to do, (laughs) buying stuff. Because I just keep buying stuff. And now I'm got to hide, try to hurry up and get to the mailman. Before... (laughs) You don't need nothing. Now. I ain't getting nothing. <laughs> Where I'ma put it? You know. And that is the whole thing. Cause I was looking at my closet today at my shoes, and I'm sitting there like, I really need a walk-in closet, and there's really no room in this room for one. It's either gonna be the closet or a bed. We need the bed, so. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I'm trying we to need told the bed, you. The closet or the bed, cause I got so many, so much stuff. It's, it's crazy stuff, but you know. Like I said, we, um, you know, it's a lot out here with the protest. You know, it's good to see the people coming together to do something positive. But it's also, like I said, you know, puzzling to see what's going to happen next. And that's it. I'm interested to know what's going to happen next. Hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm going to remain hopeful. Um, that's just the optimism in me that, that, our community leaders will get out in the community and let us know when they're having meetings. Right. So we can bring our concerns and we right. can know what's right. going on um, and see what kind of, and then like our state reps and, and bring them in and we can sit down and we can voice our opinion and we can find out what actually collectively, right. what can we do? Right. And as I said last week, um, I really believe that and I feel this in my heart that we as a people individually, whatever you're good at, if somebody wants to start a reading club to right. make the kids conscious, our, our young right. people right. who's 18 to 21 years old who, who really don't know where to start, start teaching because a, a lot of us are ignorant to um, black history, real black history. Yes. So if, if we have somebody that would start a black history class in the neighborhood, in the neighborhood, it's something that can be done. If you might not can protest, you might be able to sell. Teach the kids how to something. sell. Do something. Do something where we have to get our kids while their mind and stuff is still young and formidable and, we, and, and impressionable, and we can download some good stuff on it. The tide has to change, yes. and it is now's the time. So get in there while we can, and Watch and the it's the perfect time continues. because the kids are home. They've been exactly. home for so long. So, for so long, my niece and my granddaughter are so funny. So they've been debating on whether they were African or American, because <laughs> they ain't come from Africa. 
So okay. and they ten and, and they ten. My granddaughter is eleven, and my niece is thirteen, four. I think she just turned. I think she's fourteen. Yeah, my dear is fourteen. And her and her daddy, my mom called me like, you need to talk to them. They're arguing. I like, I love it. They're having an open dialogue conversation. Mm-hmm. Let them, um, let them express their, you know, their little grievances amongst each other. It's good for them to, um, to debate and to learn. And that shows they're informed, right? And then they add call me, and I say, you're both a little right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we. There's a little bit of truth to both of it. No, we didn't actually come from Africa, but we do have. African ancestry, but we have a lot of Native American ancestry as well. I know for a fact that I do. Mm-hmm. So you're a little bit, you know, country, a little bit of rock and roll, you're a little bit mixed up around here. So right, right. You're both right. right. You know what I'm saying? There's no need to argue. You just agree to, that you're both right. right. There is the heritage there, but we did not actually come from Af- Africa. Right. So, you know, um, but it was, you know, I, I laughed because I was like, oh, they listen. Because I know they listening to me. They right, they listening right, when we right. talking. You know what I'm saying? And that's good to, to have the kids listening. And it's good, like you said, to um to do some black history with them and teach them what the schools are not going to teach them. And and I'll, I'll be excited to see what the new history books are going to contain. The new black, Jeez. the new African American history books with all of this rice, with all, all of this. Of these the r- pictures are magnificent. Although yes, it's so the much. story behind it is sad, but the Pictures are, I think they pulled surprise it's, when they it's they a, yeah, are there is a lot of surprise pictures out there. Oh I've my seen. gosh, so I'm excited for the new history books right. that are going to be written, and we can tell them oh. ourselves. We can tell the story ourselves. Oh, excuse me, can we have some black PhD educators write those history books, please? Please, please let's have some please. black PhD educators write those history books, okay? Because we know that in like Texas, they have outlawed slavery in any of their educational books. So in Texas, they're not allowed to put slavery in their books. And there's a video on YouTube with a lady doing homework with her son. And it says that the slaves um, were indentured servants who came to America willingly to work for free. So you don't want your kid to listen to that nonsense. You don't want your kid to get a hold of a school book that's telling them something that is so... Is a lie, flat out just a lie. Like, we all know that they ain't came over here to work for free and get their ass whipped. Like, this book is telling you that they did. You understand what I'm saying? And his sister, you can, like I said, you can find it on YouTube. It was a black woman. And she was like, I can't believe they actually got this in the school book, but this is what they're doing. My thing is, how can you outlaw the truth? Right. How can you outlaw the truth? What are you trying to hide when you say, I'm going to have a law? Because you can have a law not to put slavery in the book, but you can't have a law not to have a cop with my ass mm-hmm. or have his knee on my neck for eight right. minutes and 48 seconds. But you're going to have a law that my kids can't understand the truth about who they are or what they come from. Understand, if you forget where you came from, you'll go back to where you, where you were at. Right. You can't forget that this is what our ancestors went through. You can't forget that this is where our people come from. You can't stay there, but you can't forget, so you don't go back there. You understand what I'm saying? And these kids, they need the revolution. Like they said, the revolution will be televised. The revolution is right now being televised, as we can see. Hopefully, like I said, this is just not for the hour. It's, it's hot this week. You know what I'm saying? And we're going, every week we're going to talk about this to, to, to keep it on the forefront. Yes, um, yes. So if you guys are aware of protests or demonstrations or anything, please let us know. Because as we were talking earlier, I was not aware um, who the organizers were for Saturday or 
Friday, any of that, because I would have been out there, because, you know, I, I kind of like that kind right. of stuff. Get out I was there. Because I didn't know who Power was behind there this week. I would have I, I probably, you know. We probably could have went down there and did some lives yeah. down there had we yeah. actually known. But yeah. if you know who, because, like, I was talking to Dawn today when she was saying about who's, you know, who's having the, who's behind it. It, I think to me it's important to find out actually who's behind these protests because I don't want to be like marching in O'Donnell Trump Black Lives Matter protest. Right, right. Then you hear on Monday, oh that was, right. <laughs> that was the GOP. You be like, right, what? You right. know what I'm saying? Because you know people right. have hidden agendas and you don't know. You get out there, and you might be marching against your cause and don't really understand that you are. So I think it is important to find out like who was funding that. But this one this weekend, it was a lot of like um. It was a lot of stars. It was a lot of um, entertainers in the city this weekend that I actually didn't know was going on. I seen it on the news. And then, you know, we have the celebrities who are not in the limelight at the moment, but they are bailing people right. out. And I, I just, sometimes I think we hold these celebrities too high up. Well, they're just um, people. Yeah, they're just people. And because they're not advertising and promoting what they're doing, you know, is well, what is so-and-so doing? We haven't heard from them. Just because you, you, you haven't heard, and it gets leaked. Oh, they did X, Y, and Z. But it's none of your business. Leave you know them what alone. I'm like, you don't know what people are doing behind the scenes. And it is not for you to know every single thing that somebody is doing. It. As long as they're doing it, that's just up to the creator and whoever they're doing that good deed for. Because you just can't say, oh, I don't know who's who's doing, you know. Listen, uh, Beyonce did her video, and they, <laughs> child, they, they tried to drag her on, they always on to Twitter. Her like, though. you know, uh, she was, it was a monotone, and, you know, she, what she, she, like, she was like, out I've seen the protest. She's going to be rocking chinchilla. What the, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, Jay, they putting out, they bailing out the darn protesters. What oh, do you want? God. You want this 10-minute They want her to do a whole her. video. She like, got to get yo, dressed up on. and put the tight clothes on so she come out there. She looked like she was Reading from a script. So what is she was? Serious? It's it, it it you can't please them. Like it just don't matter. Like if she would have came out there singing and dancing, they would have been like, Beyonce think it's a game. Yeah, Come so out there talking about rocket agility. You can't. There's no like. There's no in between because Beyonce ain't had to say nothing. She didn't have to say. She could have stayed home with a little kids and babies. She getting checks all day. She ain't got to address anything if she doesn't want to. So people just, you know. So and I just think that if we find a happy medium wrong. with with within our community and just work our sphere of influence, see what we can do individually, collectively, before we, and then massively. But again, at the beginning, it starts with us. What can I do? Right. Is there something that I can offer to help bring change? Right. to my community, to my people. Let me start individually. Then we'll move on locally, collectively, then massively. It is what it is, but I've, I've got to figure out what I can do. Right. And maybe I can't do nothing but go and protest. That's fine. Maybe, I'm, I, maybe I can't host a, a reading group. That's fine. Right. Maybe I can't teach the kids to sew. But the thing is, I'm playing a part. So something, when somebody asks something me, something small. Did I, did I, what did I do? How did I participate? I can, I can give an answer. Something is better than doing something nothing. Something is better than nothing than you voicing your, your darn opinion, opinion. And don't and didn't do Jack. Because you're sitting home talking about, I just prayed. Shut up. That's why I'm gonna say it again. Shut up. Sitting home, just prayed all day. You better get up and go do something. <laughs> even Jesus ain't just sit down and prayed all day. He went and did something. Didn't even turn with the wine and the boiling <laughs> in the wine and, <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. He was about social injustice. <laughs> yes, he was. So I'm just saying, like the prophet, social injustice. These they wasn't just 
praying they went and did something. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's 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 a good and a bad time. It's you know, there are no changes come without upheaval. There's always like upheaval mm-hmm. before change. So we need the, the cleansing. And it's a good thing, Mm because as I said before, whether people like it or not, demographics are changing. Mm -hmm. Things are changing. So we just have to um, stay on the same page, keep our eyes on the prize, which is justice. And I don't know about equality. That's kind of cliche when you say justice and equality, because I'm I'm biased. We need more than equal. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We need more. You know, we're we've been the last equal for a at, long at, time. at the moment. If we can get the equal, I'm, mm-hmm. no, I'm not saying we'll stay there, but we're gonna take what we can get. We, take, we want justice. We're gonna get justice. When we're gonna get equality, then we'll move on to the next thing after equality. Then we we'll, ain't gonna get it. We're gonna have to take it. All right, well, we'll take it. All right, yeah. We ain't gonna get it because we ain't get it yet. <laughs> we we keep waiting on marching down there. Ain't we gonna get? It. Well, no, we not gonna get it like that. That's not. That's the that's the that's the part. That's the part where I'm having my whole thing with the protest. We shall over. I'm started saying it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> but you know, you just can't do that. Like, you just can't be clunking people in the head like you really want to, like they be doing. Because if that was the case, we'd be clunking like, and, that, and, I, and I posted something on my Facebook page, which is so true. Like, they should be glad that we just want equality mm-hmm. and not revenge. That's, that's true. And we need equality. And, and as I said last week, we need the laws to be changed. So this is why it's so important for justice is so important that we have lawyers, that we have uh, uh, trial attorneys, that we have research attorneys. It is so important that we have paralegals. Yes. These people are vital to go in Civil and to research attorneys. and to challenge these laws and stuff that is on the books that is unfair to our black and our brown people. Things that are hurting them. A simple charge that can paralyze them careerly like for the and rest financially of for the rest of their life. It isn't yeah. right. And then you might not be able to get it expunged because they do have a lot of expungement clinics, but everything doesn't get expunged. That's true. So they, so when you're going to learn about expungement, some stuff ain't getting expunged, you it's, know. So it's, you it's, know what I mean. It's, it's unbelievable. Now, last week, uh, before we ended, we talked about. Uh, you gave a few suggestions. I bought two books, so I started reading. Okay, uh, I did buy. Um, I did get a slavery by another name. I got and that. Did you get it? Because I got it on. Um, Google ebook because okay. they had it was sold out on Amazon. Who did I get mine from? I think I might have got mine from Apple. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Think I, I think I got mine from Apple, and I bought um, the new Jim Crow. Okay. Now I've read that one. And I do have um, the guy from the Black Panther. I do have that. Um, which one? Um, B- uh, Bobby Seal or um, Cook? Co- um, him. Mm-hmm. I can't call yeah. his name. Yeah. Car- Michael uh, Car- Carmichael. What's Stokely Carmichael. Stokely Carmichael. Yeah. Stokely Carmichael. Mm-hmm. So I do have that. So we're not just suggesting things for you to broaden your mind. We're doing, we're doing it, it as, as well. well. And like I suggested to you guys when I did that live at home that day, um, Slavery by Another Name, it is really, really a good book. Like, you oh, guys should good. get that book. It was only $7 on Google eBook. But so get that the and first, read that because it's good. The first chapter, is really I'm good. floored. Right. I'm like, yo, I, <laughs> I'm getting an attitude. Like, who? <laughs> yo, <laughs> what the hell? You locking somebody up for vagrancy? For Wait, what? Because you was outside. Because he was outside and like, knew he didn't have no money. You ain't got nowhere to go. Then you going to lease him. 
Yeah. Then, then you're going to sell, like, tw- like, sell, like, all of them to the prison. Like, like you're yo, just going to sell and all And then you these- put him in jail, and he's tied the hell up. Like, he's back in. So, girl, I got so mad. I said, yo, I'm pissed off. Like, yo. I got mad about the young guy that had to go into the mine. Yeah. And they put him in the mine, and they, they uh, put him all the way down inside the mine, and he died in there, and they died down inside the mine, and then after they die in there, they just leave him down in there. These are the things that they did to our ancestors. And that kid could have been one of our ancestors. And it was not even, it was that just, long ago. And it, it was, was just like 1900, 1903, 1904. Like, anybody who's in denial of this, this is a problem. And if you read the book, you'll see this is a systemic problem. It has to be challenged. It has to be changed. But you cannot challenge it and you cannot change it if you are uneducated about it. So please do your due diligence and read, broaden your perspective. I'm yes. telling you, you're going to be irritated. You're going to be annoyed. You're going to be angry. You're going to be upset. But it'll open your mind up to see where change really needs to happen and yes. how far we've come, which is not that far. Not that far at all. And so, like I said, you guys, um, if you guys get some of the books that me and Dawn are talking about while you're on our live, we can see your questions. If you have questions or if you have something that you want to discuss in either a new Jim Crow or um, a slavery by another name. Um, I also have um, the ISIS papers. Now, I've read that a long time ago, but that's like one of those books that's like a reference book. It's by um, Dr. Frances Crest Welsing. She was um, a sociology professor, and she studied black history studies, and she's all that. Mm-hmm. And that I've book is that. really, really good. It's called the ISIS paper. It talks all about all the stuff that's still going on with us right now, and why it's going on, and the underlying causes of why these things go on. And we we should read these books because a lot of times we don't like to read stuff because it's going to challenge things that we grew up with things that we've learned but if you're not going to open your mind and challenge yourself to find learn something different then you really can't change anything you have to be open-minded if you want change and that's just the bottom line and you, you know have to be open-minded. slavery by another name which is just today's term of pipeline to prison that's all it is it's, it's the prison it's, that's all it is it's it's that's <laughs> all it's in black and white. School to prison pipeline. And, and like, ridiculous. born to prison pipeline because you just born and you, you're wrong. And it's like, to see it through the eyes of a Caucasian person, to see it through the eyes <gasps> of, a, of a, a white person that wrote this book because it's a white author, um, it's really eye-opening. Not that they haven't done a lot of historical work, but the magnitude of this book to really talk about the black codes because we don't have lots of books out there that really explain the black codes. The black codes are in, like I said before, they're in play right now. Mm-hmm. They just don't call them the black codes no more. Mm-hmm. They just come in your house when they want to, pull you over, stop and frisk, um, search your car. These are the black codes. These things, these laws were written pre-Antebellum South. All of that. All of that's in that book. These, these things it. were written right after they said we can't make you work for free no more, um, we can do this now. So you have to enlighten yourself. Know the, Read the Constitution. I know it's boring. Nobody wants to read it, but read it anyway, because guess what? You can't go out there and say, oh, I, it's my constitutional right, and you don't even know what it is, because you ain't read it. It's important for us to educate ourselves. Um, but that's our show for tonight. Um, it was a good show. I want to thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next Monday at 6. All right.